Today on Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne in Melbourne, Florida. I think you need to pray for your own life as I do in my own ministry area. God, give me greater wisdom, greater gifts, greater anointing. God, increase my impact and my influence in my neighborhood where I'm at. You ask for God to increase your influence, enlarge your territory in your ministry. If you're in the band here, that's what you begin to pray for. That's your specific ministry. As a mom and dad, what greater thing that give you impact and opportunities and responsibility to really pray for your children? Many wars have been fought by nations trying to expand their borders, seeking to influence the people of other lands and bring them under their control. God wants us to do that too, only not in the form of wars or power-seeking ventures. He desires it for us to broaden our reach to the world around us, testifying to the saving power of Jesus. As we'll hear today, a good place to start with that witness is in prayer, seeking the Lord that He'll open the doors for you. Once that divine appointment is made, be obedient to it, witnessing to your neighbors, colleagues, classmates, family, whoever it is that God has put on your heart. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Let's join Pastor Mark in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 7, with today's study. See, there's some of us here tonight, if we would pray for certain finances in our life, God knows that some of us could not handle those kind of finances. It would destroy us. Others, you can handle it. So I wouldn't want to get something that God knows in a blessing that I couldn't handle. Most of us are more thankful for the prayers God does not answer than the prayers he does answer. You remember, just think back at those people you dated before you got married. Praise God. He didn't give you that spouse. You see them going on the street and you know, she would have been a pain. And she says the same about you. Now, the reason Jabez could pray this kind of prayer, God bless me so that I can bless others, was this. Because he totally trusted in the character of God. Turn to Matthew. Keep your finger right there. We'll be back. Turn to the book of Matthew. First, first book in the New Testament. Again, never be afraid to ask somebody. We have literally every weekend hundreds of people that have ever, never even opened a Bible. So, Matthew chapter 7. God's character is to bless his children. You see, the person that's not been in church or have only seen maybe a little on TV, or were raised in a church that people are always screaming and yelling at them, their concept of God is somebody who's watching to beat them. I caught you again. You did it wrong. That's the way they look. When they think of Adam and Eve in the garden, when God says to Adam, where are you? This is the way they think. Adam, where are you at, boy? Get over here. I'm going to take care of you. No, Adam... 
was still loved by God. I believe God's voice was a gentle voice. Adam, where are you? We need to talk. And you know that because even though he punished them, he was then gave him a wonderful promise that the Messiah would come. So tonight, God is not angry at you. Even if you're not a Christian, God isn't angry at you. He's come after you. God loves you. He knows where you're at. He's seeking you. He's wanting to have a relationship with you. He's not angry at you. Now he doesn't enjoy your sin any more than he enjoys the sin of a believer. But he loves you tonight. You have to get that in your head. The Bible tells us he loves his children just like a father does. And he loves to give good things to us. Well, look at Matthew 7, verse 7. Ask, this is Jesus speaking, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. To him who knocks, the door will be opened. Here's the contrast, verse 9. Which of you, if his son asked him for bread, would give him a stone? Or if he asked for a fish, would give him a snake? In other words, as earthly parents, when our children would ask us for a piece of bread, we wouldn't give them a stone. You're going to give some bread to your child because you love them. If he asked for some fish to eat, you wouldn't give him a snake to eat. Kids wouldn't eat snakes. They like to bring them in, but they don't eat snakes. So God says, as an earthly parent, you wouldn't treat your child like that. Well, look at verse 11. If you then, though you are evil, and all that means in comparison to God, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? God loves to bless his children. So Jabez says, God, would you bless me so that I can turn around and bless other people? Make my life useful. Provide to me the things that I need so that I can be a blessing to others. That's a wonderful prayer for a pastor to pray. God, you bless me with the skills and the ability and your anointing so that when I teach... This is a great prayer for a third grade teacher to pray in a Sunday school. Any kind of it. When, when we share that you would bless us so that we can bless others, knowing that the credit never comes to us, it always goes to God. There's a verse that speaks much about this. It's the New Living Translation. It says this, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who trust in him. Remember Aaron we talked about, the famous basketball star out west? In college, you just said, man, I was a star everywhere. And I just turned it all in, went to a small school because I was empty inside. She was searching for God. Now she's become a believer. She knows what it is to serve God. And she understands what it is to trust him. So we can have the faith to start asking God for courage to turn our life around. Maybe you're here tonight. Maybe you're not even a Christian yet. Maybe you've had a tough start. Can God change that? Absolutely. All you have to do is ask. You say, God, man, I'd like to change where I've been going, the road that I'm going down. I'd like you to come into my life. 
Notice, everyone that asks, receives. It's his desire to give good gifts to his children. The second thing, let's head on back to First Chronicles. The second thing that Jabez prays for is this. Enlarge my territory. The three words I want to add to that for your notes is this. We need to enjoy God's greatness. One person said this about Jabez. Some people may plod on undisturbed, but not Jabez. Some people are content in a spiritual rut, but not Jabez. Some are willing to come to church just to go through the motions, but not Jabez. Jabez wanted to make a great impact on his world. His prayers included big dreams for God. Jabez knew that God would give him the desires of his heart. How do we here in little West Melbourne pray for a bigger impact on our world? What can we pray to enlarge our territory? What kind of prayers can you and I offer? I think you have to pray for three things. Number one, more influence. Number two, more responsibilities. And number three, more opportunities. Now, some of you are going to say, well, I like the influence, but man, I don't need any more responsibilities. Every night of the work is booked. I don't want any more. But notice, if we're going to enlarge the territory for God, it's going to take all three of those areas. All of these are needed to expand the kingdom of God, not my kingdom. Jabez knew that God wanted each person to help expand the kingdom of God. We have a great mission statement here at Calvary Chapel. It just publicly, it says this, win, disciple, and send. As we think about that, what do we want to do? And I remember the early days at the Hilton. Started with a little less than, probably around 100 people or so, which was an incredible start. And I remember one night doing a teaching just like this, and the curtain was pulled, and next door was a country western dance. <laughs> I had some great times that night trying to keep people's attention. I was doing the hold down and everything else trying to teach. Great memories, huh? They are. They're special memories. Another 24, 2,500 people since that God's added. You see, some people say, well, that's really all that God needs to do in this community. That's enough. Is it? You think we've covered everything we need to cover here? Now, we're not after a big church. I've never prayed for a big church. That's not my goal. Some people said, this is your idea. No, this is definitely not my idea. All we did was come and ask what God told us to do, start teaching his word. And God gives the increase. So as long as people come, as long as we don't get possessive, as long as people come, we're going to try to what? Meet their needs. That's what my desire is, for him to begin to send more people out of here. Expand our territory. You see, that needs to happen in our world tonight. Do you get that? Down in uh, different countries all over the world, we have different peoples. And I'm praying, and I want you to begin praying this prayer tonight. We have plenty of young people in this prayer, plenty of students in this body. We need to pray that God would begin putting on their hearts to expand this body to places all over the world. That will happen. 
Doesn't have to be like me. You have to be 49 when God calls you. Could be lots younger. A lot more available time. So you begin to pray that. You have children. You have teenagers. You can't push them that way, but you certainly can pray privately that if God would desire to do that, that needs to happen. But there's something else that has to happen. It isn't just a public way that we're talking about tonight. But I think you need to pray for your own life, as I do, in my own ministry area. God, give me greater wisdom, greater gifts, greater anointing. God, increase my impact and my influence in my neighborhood where I'm at. You ask for God to increase your influence, enlarge your territory and your ministry. If you're in the band here, that's what you begin to pray for. That's your specific ministry. As a mom and dad... What greater thing that give you impact and opportunities and responsibility to really pray for your children? You see, that's what Jabez is saying. I don't want just the responsibility for me. God, increase my world, including all the people that I come in contact with, that I might be more useful to you. Why? Because we need to change our world for Jesus Christ. I was walking the property... I was over there and I was thinking about, I was praying this prayer because I knew I was teaching. I'd already studied it. I was thinking about enlarging our borders. If God uh, wants to increase our borders, can he do it? Absolutely. I don't know what would ever happen over there. I just think outside the box. You know, when we started to get this piece of property, it was not available to us. Then a little piece was available and then more available. We eventually, we got it all. And then Dan said, well, we need more. So we went to the homeowner behind us and we bought their property. We have another five acres. They say it was impossible to do. It's not impossible. You see, that's expanding our borders. Now, why are we doing that? Oh, so you want to have a bigger name for Calvary Chapel. No way. So more people can come to know Jesus Christ. That's the purpose. That's why we're here. We're not here to make a name for anybody. So when you think about that, too many Christians, I believe, get stuck on themselves. The world revolves around them, me, myself, and I. Take your eyes, look to the horizon, get involved in ministering to other people, all kinds of people at your workplace, students at school, colleges, in my neighborhood, where you live, that don't know God, that are looking for God, they're looking for answers. We shared with you, there are more people looking for God than there are people to share with Him. So I want God to give me more opportunities to open doors. Somebody will drop in the office and say, I need some help, can you talk to me? Boom, there it is. That's the opportunity. So what you need to do is pray for those opportunities in your life. You say, well, man, that's going to take time. Right on. That's where the responsibility comes. That's where the influence comes. Because, see, it's better to give than it is to. See, we like to quote it. Is it true? Absolutely it's true. So when I give out, God blesses. Let me read you uh, Deuteronomy 3. Here's Moses speaking. He says this, O sovereign Lord, I am your servant. You have only begun to show me your greatness and power. Is there any God in heaven or on earth who can perform such great deeds as yours? What a blessing to know that no matter how much God blesses us, it's just the start. And when you look around and see all the people coming to the Lord and then the water baptism just blessed me, as I mentioned this morning, and we see people's lives being changed. In here, in this mass number of people on a weekend, we have marriages put back together. We have people that have had affairs and they're back together and the marriages are right. Their families are restored. They're off of drugs. They're off of alcohol. They're back. Man, it's wonderful. 
How's that come from? Praying that our boundaries would be what? Expanded. So pray for more influence in your life, more responsibility, and certainly for more opportunities. Start tomorrow morning. Just say, God, however you want to use me, I want to be a greater influence for you and for your kingdom. Remember as you do it, the task ahead of me is never as great as the power in me. You don't have to be afraid to say, man, what happens? Well, I remember the first time I ever spoke to adults. I'd been, I've been teaching for 30 years, but I always taught teenagers. I remember the first time I taught people that were older than me. I said, this is crazy. Why would I ever want to do that? And now I'm catching up. Pretty soon I won't be ever talking to anybody older than me. <laughs> God has a great sense of humor. Point number two that I just gave you, expand the borders, means this. Jabez wanted to enjoy life to the max. That's what he's talking about. Don't settle for an old rut of a life. Well, we've been doing it this way for 43 years. We're going to do it again for another 43 years. Sit on the back seat, relax. We'll try to shake you up with a cappuccino or something. The next part of Jabez's prayer is very interesting. He says, let your hand be with me. My notes to that are, we need to enjoy God's presence and provision. Jabez was very wise. Turn with me back to Exodus chapter 33. Exodus, almost to the beginning of the Bible. Jabez knew this. If God blessed him with more blessings and then expanded his influence and his opportunities and his responsibilities, Jabez knew this one thing. He's flat over his head. There's no way he can handle it. I remember that when I first was in pharmacy school. You had to do an internship. And I remember going the first morning and having a prescription placed in front of me Done plenty in school, but never in the real world. Some of you have been like, you know, students or student teaching or interns or whatever. Well, that's what I was. I was an intern. And I remember thinking when that prescription came, I can do that. Then I looked at it and said, I've never done anything like that before. I was so glad the pharmacist was standing next to me. He showed me once. Then he said, the next one's yours. And away I went. Well, see, Jabez goes... I'm asking for God to bless me so I can bless others. I'm asking to expand the opportunities. Uh Uh-oh. If he does, I don't have it in me to do it. Who's going to be alongside me to help me? So what does he pray? God, let your hand be on me. In other words, are you around for consultation? Because I need you. Wise prayer. Well, look in Exodus 33, verse 12. Moses says this. Moses said to the Lord, You've been telling me, God... Lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Remember, Moses had probably a million plus people, and they were really people. He said, you have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. Verse 33, if you are pleased with me, he says to God, teach me your ways so that I might know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation, (laughs) I like it, is your people. In other words, I don't want them. They're yours. And the Lord replied, here's the assurance for Moses. The Lord replied, 
my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Here's a wise quote from Moses. Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Every time, basically, that I teach, that's a prayer that I pray. God, I don't want to get in this pulpit on a Saturday night, two services Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, unless your presence is here. Because I have nothing to offer you. Now I can sit up here and read some things, give you a few more crazy jokes. I have nothing to offer you. But if God's presence is here, and his anointing is here, and it's on me, I have plenty to offer you. See, it's the same for your life. And so this is what Moses prays. Look at verse 16. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you've asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. Moses prayed the same prayer to God after God said, Moses, you need to lead these people. Jabez basically prayed the same prayer. God If you're going to expand and answer my prayers, I want to make sure that your hand is on me. You see, when we ask those prayers, what will happen is this. If God doesn't show up, we have big failure because we can't do it on our own. Remember, where God guides, he what? He provides We've been talking about keeping in step with the Spirit. That's what we've been talking about. The Christian walk is a walk of faith. It's a dependent lifestyle. I want and need the touch of God in my life. You do too. Don't ever come to the place in your life as a parent, as a person, as a teacher, as somebody at work or whatever, and just say, God, I've got it all down now. I don't need you. If I need you, I know where to get you. No, I need God every day in my life. Am I dependent on God? You betcha. Is that a wise thing? Yes. He's the creator of the universe. You see, the other option is for you to depend on yourself. Pretty poor place to go. See, the Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. You can't get here to heaven by yourself. You need God. And on that path of life, I need God. So Jabez says, God, may your hand... Always be with me. Wonderful thing to pray for your life and my life. Then he ends his simple prayer with this. And I like it out of the New King James better than I do at the NIV, this particular part. He says this, keep me from evil or harm. The words I want to share with you are this, enjoy God's power and his protection. The minute we begin to expand the ministry for God, we invade further into Satan's territory. We soon discover that life is not a playground, but a battlefield. Whenever you listen, you need to understand this very closely. Some of you are going to feel afraid. You don't need to feel afraid. Today, Pastor Mark spoke about expanding our territories. When Jabez prayed to the Lord asking him to expand his territories, he was asking to increase the number of people that served the living God. In our own lives, we heard how we can pray the same thing, for God to broaden our reach in ministering to others. 
The whole world needs Jesus. He can make it possible for us to go out and share the word with many. Lessons for Living is the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. The messages that you hear each day here on Lessons for Living were produced from messages that Pastor Mark shared at the main campus in Melbourne. It's our prayer that this teaching from God's Word blessed and encouraged you in your walk with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866 866- Seven seven nine three four four one. That's eight six six seven seven nine three four four one. Or log on to lessonsforlivingradio.com and follow the link to the church website. Now, the next time you join us here on Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will speak to the reasons why it seems that some of our prayers aren't answered. How spiritual warfare seems to take place whenever we're seeking to follow God's leading and obey His will. As we'll see, the less we're doing for the Lord, the less it seems we're attacked by the enemy. The more we do for God, the more the attacks increase. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Please join us again here on Lessons for Living, and together, let's do life right.